"'Tis but thy name that is my enemy. Thou art thyself, though not a Montague. Oh, be some other name. What's in a name? That which we call a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. William Shakespeare. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses, and it only took us 17 takes for that one. <laughs> we are continuing our redo series. And in this episode, we are redoing one part of our What's in a Name episode. That was back in our fifth season, our first Frequently Asked Questions season, and we were getting a lot of questions about how to title your books, how to name your characters, and how to pick a pen name. So we crammed all three of those into one episode. Because all of those are very big topics that probably deserve a lot more time, That's what we're using this redo for. Spending some more time on, in this episode, pen names and choosing the right pen name for you. Now, part of what brought this up and what helped me lean into this was I was playing a Trivial Pursuit game and it asked me which author wrote under the pen name Robert Galbraith. I hadn't heard that one before. I'd heard Stephen King had written under Bachman for a while. But can you tell me who that was that wrote the crime thrillers under Galbraith? J.K. Rowling, right? Yes. I remember when she released those, it wasn't really a secret that it was a pen name, but they flopped horribly. So it's a really interesting trend that some of these big famous authors who have well-established names and well-established brands venture out with pen names. In Rowling's case, it's because her name is so intrinsically tied to the Harry Potter universe that it is difficult for her to break out and write in a different genre. So something to keep in mind as you are deciding if you want a pen name and what that pen name might be is to remember that you are your brand. When people see a book, they often look to the author to know if it's any good or not. In the same way that seeing this or that actor or director will be an indicator of if you'll enjoy the movie. I see this a lot, especially with indie published romance books. The authors choose pen names that are very specific to the genre that seem a little too on point. But it works for that genre, for that particular niche of writing. There's very little that's subtle about, like, any romance writing. Yeah, especially dark romance. (laughs) (laughs) So if you do choose a pen name for your brand, you need to take in consideration what your genre is, what you want it to be. Because it's wildly different in the different genres. And the reason you pick them is different based on the genre that you're writing. In my case, with my own writing, I have a lot of different kinds of genre, but my writing style stays the same. Therefore, my audience is the same. Therefore, I'm all publishing it under Lee S's. So if you're looking to possibly pick out a pen name there are some advantages to having those names. One of the first advantages is the ability to obscure your gender. This is becoming very popular, especially with fantasy authors, with adult fiction. 
V.E. Schwab, S.E. Hinton, J.K. Rowling, R.F. Kuang. There are a lot of authors out there going to using initials in part to obscure their gender for all of their published works because the authors want you to look past who is writing it and to what the actual contents are. Another thing that you could probably be choosing a pen name for is if you need something a little more marketable. If your name has all consonants and no vowels and nobody can pronounce, much less repeat and remember, it's not going to be useful for your brand. So a lot of people are going with pen names, something that's at least a little easier to visually recognize, if not pronounce, because it's a visual medium. I know, my name looks like Lay. I get that a lot. (laughs) But having something that's a little easier if your name is inherently extra complicated is a reason to consider having a pen name. This is also important if your actual name is problematic or has some other issue to it, maybe the wrong kind of association. If you're writing any sort of crime or thriller fiction, you probably don't want to publish with the last name Devereaux because that has a very romance feel to it. I don't want to publish with my last name, my married last name Mangum, because the way it's spelled is way too easily confused with either Magnum P.I. or Magnum Condoms. And I just don't need my name associated with that. Ice cream. There is ice cream too, which is okay, but that's never the first thing people think of. (laughs) Speak for yourself. Sometimes also bullet calibers, but again, that's like Magnum P.I. level. Also, if your name is incredibly common, this is another reason that people will choose a pen name. If your name is Bob Smith, a lot of people look at that and think it's a pen name because it's so common. If your name is literally John Doe, I apologize on behalf of your parents for that one. (laughs) There's also a kind of freedom as an author in using a pen name because you can be more honest with your works as well. However... There are several cons to using a pen name as well. So yes, if you have a very generic name like Bob Smith, John Smith, Jane Doe, you can feel more honest. However, it's dishonest to a lot of people who know you outside of your writing career. You kind of negate them as your first audience because they don't know you under the pen name. When I first published under Lee Hole, no one in my current job knew that that was me because it's my middle name and my maiden name, and none of them know that. This means that the people who might have recognized your name and picked up the book because they want to support you, or they see your name on the shelf and go, oh, I haven't thought about that person in a long time. Let me see what they're up to, see what they're writing nowadays. They would look right past that book on the shelf without even thinking about you. Another problem is if you try to switch to a pen name partway through your career, you have to restart all of your marketing efforts from scratch. And if you have built up that previous audience, it can be hard to pull them from one to the other. This is, again, if you are writing drastically different genres and you do need to build a whole new audience then that's fine. That works. But keep that in mind is that you kind of have to restart building that audience, building all of your marketing efforts. 
So those are all of the benefits and the complications of using a pen name. There are many reasons to use one. There are many reasons to not use a pen name. I see, especially in the forums, a lot of, well, I want to start my writing career, therefore I need to pick a pen name. That's like the first thing. Do not feel obligated to have a pen name. In fact, if you're only picking it for one of the following reasons, maybe consider using your own name. Because a lot of those cons we just spoke about get negated if you're just using your real name. So don't use a pen name if you think that a pen name is what makes you a real author. Yes, you are your brand and you want your name to be brandable, but choosing something, especially in the beginning of your career, before you've seen a thousand of these pen names, can end up becoming very cliche and very transparent, which is the exact opposite of the purpose of a pen name. And it doesn't make you a real author. You can be a real author if you publish under your own name. And don't use a pen name just because you think pen names are cool. Pen names are marketing tools. They are useful. They are helpful and should be helpful to your overall publishing goals, which means they should take time and consideration in choosing one. You don't need to just pick some random words that sound pretty. Again, you end up being super transparent when you do. The last pothole I see new authors especially fall into when they're choosing a pen name is they want to write in every genre. They want to write cookbooks and they want to write crime fiction and they want to write alien romance. Therefore, they need a different pen name for each one. These tend to be people who aren't readers because they don't have a favorite genre that they're leaning into already. I say this as someone who writes in a variety of genres, but my style stays the same. My audience stays the same. Everything is consistent about what I'm doing. The settings are just different. If you want to write in a thousand different genres, let that be your brand and stick under one because every single time you have to restart that marketing effort and you'll feel like you're spinning your wheels every time you hop genres. Take a look at Stephen King and J.K. Rowling for this. Stephen King's pen name, not nearly as popular as his own works published under Stephen King. He did it to try to break out of his genre. That's it. He just needed to have a different name not associated with the Stephen King horror brand. J.K. Rowling, same thing. She did it so she could break out of her already established Harry Potter brand. Those are different cases than just wanting to write a different genre. It's only because they had very popular names very tied to specific books. And if you look at Stephen King... He wrote in that classic horror, he helped define a lot of that genre, but he wrote in that classic horror and then decided he wanted to write a fantasy series. So he did. After a certain point, you're just like, they can't stop me, which is a great mentality to have in life, I think. I mean, Brandon Sanderson took a fantasy series and then eventually turned it into a Western fantasy. Yes. So, I mean, you can change it up. You can have fun. You can explore without needing a pen name. To do that, though, you just need to write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 